Maybe you should go and do some contemplating. Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. And this is Griffin McElroy. And this is Rose Buddies. Your favorite show. Now on iTunes. Now on iTunes. Now on iTunes. It's on Podcatcher. It's on Guytunes. It's on... Spytunes. Spytunes. I just spit everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, you really did. I just spit everywhere on you. (laughs) I literally gave you a face full of my... Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Thanks for listening. To <laughs> um, what a what an uh, let's part the kimono here. I think I think I take people inside the production, inside of inside the rose. We haven't parted the kimono yet on this on this podcast. I saw our inaugural kimono party. I missed a lot of today's episode. Griffin was cooking. A we fabulous host, we meal. hosted at our house, which I don't think we've done since we've been doing this podcast, or maybe we have, but we haven't. I mean, I went. I decided for my friends. I said, Rachel was like, our friends are coming over. I said, for my friends, I will give them the world. <laughs> By which I mean a six pounds of slow roasted and ten for 10 hours in yeah. a crock pot. He carnitas. literally got this meal going at 9 a.m.? 8.30. 8.30 a.m. Oops. Flip my cap. And my, my super water zero. Super water zero. So sorry. Okay. Back again. Um, a sidebar from the sidebar. I went to H-E-B to buy some essentials for this carnitas meal. And I went to stock up on Superwater Zero. There was a single bottle of Superwater Zero left on the shelves. So I had to get this and then like four bottle, bottles of Vitamin Water Zero, which is 14 cents more, which is fucking garbage. And not only that, I now have both of them in our fridge at the same time. And the color difference between the two of them, despite the fact that they're the same flavor, is upsetting. This which is, is m- darker. This is much, much darker. Much darker. Superwater Zero is. Maybe it's darker because the flavor's better and they, they've reduced it. Some, I don't know. Anyway. I, I made, thought you bought both of them because you were going to do a, a live taste test. Should I? I don't think anybody cares. Oh, it's too late. He's going. <laughs> if you're just joining us, Griffin is a huge fan of HEB Superwater Zero. And what he's doing right now, he is grabbing name brand Vitamin Water Zero. Okay. All right. Do you want me to mix them up and close your eyes? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to close. Hi, everybody. Thanks for listening. Today's episode is brought to you by Superwater Zero. The fucking boys are back in town. Welcome back, Superwater Zero. We're glad to have you. For today's test, I'm going to drink them and then say which one I think tastes better. And I guarantee it's going to be that 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 dark stuff. Close your eyes. They're closed as hell. Okay, I'm going to hand you one. I can't drink with this shirt. Yeah. I put my shirt over my face to disguise it, but I don't have a drink hole. Yeah, no. Keep your just keep your eyes closed. Okay, I'm gonna hand you one. Put it in my right hand. That's my drinking hand. Okay. Don't say anything yet. Just drink it. Just drink it and think about it. Alright, next one. Just drink it and think about it. Don't say anything. Okay, first, which do you prefer? Drink oh, definitely it. the first one. Okay. Which the one? The second one didn't have as much flavor to it. So maybe it's a little bit healthier, but the first one had like way better flavor. Okay. Do you know which is the super water zero? It's the one that I bet it's the one that tastes better because it's yep. super water. That's true. Super water zero. So anyway, I cooked carnitas <laughs> for everybody. Um, I did the works cilantro, cojita, 
Is it Kahita or Kojida? What do you think? <laughs> I think it's Kojida. Right. Your pick of salsas, two choices of salsas. You know why? For my friends? <laughs> I'm spending a lot of time talking about the meal I cooked because I literally didn't yeah. watch the first 45 so minutes of the So I'm going to carry the first probably 10 minutes of the This will be exciting because it's like I'm hearing about it for the first time. Yeah. By the way, we didn't touch on the Oreo truffles, made Oreo truffles too. Mm-hmm. If you want two the, kinds. If you want the rest For of, his friends? For my friends? <laughs> fucking the world. Anyway, if you want the recipe for that, cream cheese Oreos and baker's chocolate, mm-hmm. you'd figure it out from there. You're <laughs> you're a sharp sharp knife. All right, bam. Um, what if I hey, check this out? What did I do? Now he's mixing the super water and the vitamin water. Mexico City. Mexico City. Was it? What was the? Who was the contestant who's asked? If Mexico City was in Mexico. Who was it? You remember that? I think it was... I'm not going to remember Juelia or somebody. No, it wasn't Juelia. It was it was a contestant that was notorious for making poorly educated comments. Yeah. I can't remember. Mexico City. We're in Mexico City. Uh, and who who do we have on that first date? Is this who we woke up all the, the women for this date? Yes. So Amanda gets selected for the one-on-one date. And Olivia tells the camera, Amanda does have children, and I don't think that's what Ben wants. Uh, so we already know this is, this is gonna be an episode where Olivia is just, she's out in full force. Um, I have so many thoughts about this. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited to dig into it. So Ben does, uh, a questionable thing where even though he is just taking Amanda out, he goes into the hotel rooms and wakes up all the women. Lauren H. has her retainer in, which is a little adorable. Uh, he walks into the room with Jubilee and says, Jubes, real loud, which makes us know. Did, I heard from the kitchen. Didn't he say, I also wear a retainer? Oh, I don't know. I missed that. I'm pretty sure. I was paying better attention than you. <laughs> and I was slaving over a, a hot pan of carnitas and cojita. Um and uh, a lady's weave is on the nightstand. We don't know who, although there was speculation in our house that it was ben. Becca's weave. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Look at that. That's not, that ain't right. Amanda, who knows she's going on the one-on-one date, is wisely wearing makeup already when she is awoken. She knows she's going, she already got the card, I guess? Yeah, she knew she had the one-on-one, okay. slept in makeup. Here's what I'm, here's. I barely watched this week's episode. I watched, I watched the last half of it real good. First half, I just didn't, I was busy for my friends. Um, <laughs> for your friends? Uh, this shit happens every season. Like, yeah. so much shit happened this episode that happens every season, and it drove me crazy. Yeah, like, literally, like, step for step. So, Becca, not Becca, who was it? Uh, Britt gets taken on a date with Chris. And, right? Britt was on Chris's season? Yeah. And Britt sleeps in makeup, gets woken up, goes on a hot air balloon date. Guess what? Amanda, same thing. Hot air balloon date. Even the hot air balloon thing? Did you Google that? That's fucking insane. But that's not the only part. Like, the, the, like, talking, like, throwing shade at the pregnant, or the the woman with kids. Like, that happens every, that's not just Bachelor. That's, like, every fucking season. No, like, it must be producers stick around year after year, and they just kind of bait people into behavior they know works. That's what I'm saying. There has to be so much other, like, fertile ground out there for them to, to plow. It's just, whatever. We're getting way off topic. Uh, so, Amanda is on the date. Uh, they go to Teoctil- Teoctilan. 
I'm looking Oof. at you like you're going to know. No, because I don't know what no. sounds you're making with your mouth right Te- now. Teo- is there an Mon. X in there? Is it like one of those? No. I didn't get to write down the spelling. Uh, it's a place in Mexico with kind of ancient uh, temple pyramid situation. Let's look it up. This? Fuck. <laughs> Teotihuacan. Teotihuacan. Te- <laughs> Wait, let's have the computer say it. Teotihuacan. <laughs> We're good. Teotihuacan. All right, Teotihuacan. Wait, let's just, every time we need to say it, we'll... Teotihuacan. Are you sure that's loud enough? I'll bump it. Bump that shit. I want to get calls from the neighbors. Teotihuacan. Okay. So while they're in... Oh, I have to restart it. <laughs> Give me the setup okay. again. So while they're in... Teotihuacan. Uh, <laughs> we find out as a viewer... That we're uncultured. We find out as a viewer that Amanda is going to reveal that she has been married before. Uh, so we know she has two kids, and she's going to reveal, I was married before, and I got married to my ex-husband when I had a six-month-old. And she goes on in the... So the first child, was the first child with the husband? It was, yes, right? Okay. Both, both were with the husband. So she goes on to tell Ben that he had an addictive personality, that he had other priorities and went out a lot. He wasn't the nicest guy. And then she got pregnant with her second daughter and then after found an old phone with text from girls um, suggesting that he was he was not being faithful. Screaming infidelities. Yes. But she said this makes her appreciate relationships more. And Ben says, I admire you. I can't believe that this ex-husband didn't want to, quote, wrap you up. He said some Bogota shit, and this happens a lot. Is that in Mexico? Bogota? No. This happens every season where there's, and it's, it's, it's always Bachelor when there's a woman contestant that has kids, and they always play this card of, like, I can't wait to just, like, snuggle up with those beautiful babies. Yeah. And it's like, hey, homie. Fucking dial it back. Yeah. We're on a television show. That's a... Cri- like, for- it's a like, it's a cool, sexy dress that they wear. Like, oh, you have two kids? That's so hot. Yeah, there's a there's a fetishizing of the kids that's like, ah, oh, man. It, uh, it For me, that is when there's some skin in the game. Because there is human child skin in the game. <laughs> I that's a, That gave me so much respect for Emily in her season of mm-hmm. The Bachelorette, where she was like, we're not just... My kid is not going to, like meet these people mm-hmm. and that's why it made it so special when she met jeff oh god and then they didn't work out ben literally says to amanda says i can't believe someone like you would be interested in someone like me so he is man he is building her up he is putting that mom on a pedestal yeah i just yeah Let's let's move on because I want to talk about this group date. Yeah, so he gives her a rose, and then we go on to the group date, which has Jubes, Becca, Jojo, Kayla, Lauren B, Emily, Jennifer, Leah, and Olivia. So now, did, for their group, it's date, a big date. Did they also go to? <laughs> no, they went to a a restaurant in Mexico City. I think. I think. What was it called? I didn't. Never mind. We didn't do the date on that one. Guys, it was a loosey-goosey episode. There were fucking 100 people in our house tonight. I had such a great time. We had, like, so many good friends. And for my friends, anything. Only the best. But we had a lot of people. It's, like, the biggest group of people we ever watched the show with. Yeah, we had, like, maybe 12 total. It was fun. It was a big, 
Big crowd. I love, by the way, that there are people. We did a poll on the face. Or Rachel did a poll on the Facebook group about how who's listening to the show, who's like never watched the podcast or watched the TV show before. Get a big group together. Get a fun group together and watch it. It really well, makes you it. You don't remember though when we first started watching it, our very first season. It was just the two of us. We were not ready to admit to a large group. That's a good point. Yeah, we take your take your time. Watchers. So take your time. Take your time. It's hard to stand in your truth. It's not comfortable there. I'd rather sit in my silence. Mm-hmm. So that was also a dashboard confessional song. I'm going to reference four dashboard confessional songs tonight, and I want to see if anybody like gets it. Go I'm, ahead. I'm not a fan, so it's going to be a dashboard confessional. Yeah, so Chris, I'm not going to. Chris Carabas? No. Okay. Te- I, I guess you've just washed your hands clean of the whole thing, huh? Teotihuacan. Okay. And, and Carabas. Let's read about the group date because I, I broke my heart into a billion little pieces. Uh, so it's a Spanish class date. They all go in and sit in a classroom and they have an instructor that is teaching them Spanish. And the instructor has all of them say the same set of phrases to each other. Here's where things got a little crazy in our group. One of the fantasy rules, and I love that we're just like meeting out the explanation of our fantasy league one rule at a time, is if they say to the bachelor, I love you, that's a crazy amount of points. And like every woman said it on this Mm -hmm. date because it was like this scripted language lesson. And so we had to count that. Yeah, there was there was something about kissing, there was something about I'm in love with you, and then there was something where Ben proposed to each woman. Yeah. And Jubilee was not having it. She was like, I'm not going to get up there and do this charade after I've watched Ben do it with like the five other women on this date. So she is she is cold to him and he is not happy with how cold she is. Yeah. Um and I get it. I mean, the whole yeah, thing is the so human part of the human part of my brain understands it. Mm-hmm. So the Spanish class ends and then they go to a restaurant and they're going to do the cooking challenge. Okay. And there is a scramble because it's a partner challenge. And so clearly Ben is part of the challenge. Everybody wants to partner with Ben. It is Jubilee and Olivia just standing there unwilling to budge. Olivia I think she literally puts her arm around Ben and says, hey, Ben, want to be my partner? While Jubilee's standing there. Hmm. And Olivia snatches him up. Well, whose fault is that? Like, I know. Olivia came to play, mm-hmm. but sliding doors, huh? Sliding doors. No no spoilers, but just remember when I said sliding doors mm-hmm. right now. Because later on, you're going to think of that and be like, wow, he was right, sliding doors. So they have to cook. Uh, the recipes are in Spanish. Olivia is feeding Ben. She is really living this moment. She's not paying attention to her fucking cooking, that's for sure. Because the thing she turned in looked like a piece of, yeah, like, performance art. We get a little hint that Emily is going to go after Olivia in this episode. Because there is a scene where she is holding a knife and she looks at the camera and says, Adios, Olivia. Uh, which is a suggestion, like, Emily is, is not a fan of Olivia. Yeah, because adios, 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 that means goodbye. That does. And if you're holding a knife and saying goodbye and then a woman's name... She also makes a comment, again, about Olivia's breath, which was something that was mentioned, I think, in the first episode. And Olivia and Ben go and get mint together. Yeah, let's 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 unpack that, because he does go, mm, look at this fresh mint. Do you want to eat this fresh mint with me? <laughs> like, what? I watched that only just now, and I realized, like, that's a crazy thing. If you and I were at, like, a, a farmer's market, and I was like, oh, babe, look, mint. Let's just eat some. Let's both eat a hey, lot of mint. come here. You and me, right now, we're eating this mint. 
right now. <laughs> Aren't you curious about what mint tastes like? Just raw? Put it in your mouth and chew on it and keep it in there for a while. Yeah, that's true. That that might suggest that there is something to this theory. Cooking challenge over. Jubilee wins. I don't think she gets anything for winning. Unless I missed it. She gets a, 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 a cold how do you do. Her and her partner, which I didn't even notice her partner because I am so team Jubilee. Yeah. Um, Olivia makes Benny crickets. Then she puts crickets on the food. She literally says something like, these people love crickets. Uh, it was not selected as the winning dish. But then at the cocktail party. She did say these people love crickets. Mm-hmm. Or, or they love crickets here or something, something that it doesn't, yeah. any variation on that. Unfortunate. All right. That I can't stand by Olivia now after that. Mm-hmm. So, right. They get to the cocktail party. Olivia immediately steals Ben away to, to reconnect, which everybody at this point, man, they are burnt out. Olivia got Ben as a partner. And yet when they get to that cocktail party, she wants more time. Is this my time to go off on the women of this season? Because of how none of them came to play. Well, because this is this is when it started. This is when it. I'm not crazy about this season. If we're being honest, mm-hmm. and it's because during this group date, yeah, Olivia grabs him right away, and then during this group date, it showed, no joke, four or five different times, Ben going to the women and then saying like, "All right, uh, 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 Jennifer, come with me." Or, hey, all right, JoJo, let's talk. Hey, Lauren B., come on, let's go talk. I he shouldn't have to come I to know. you. You go to him, he's the bachelor. I think what has happened is that the women are so scared of each other, and they have made such a big deal out of Olivia in the steal away, that now it's like a game of chicken. Like, nobody else well, wants to do it. Well, it's not called America's Next Best Friend. <laughs> It's not called Best Friend Drag Race. They're so afraid that if I go steal him away, then I'm going to be Olivia, too. So I'll sit here, and then it's just a game then of- none of those women love him. Nobody there loves- If that's the case, Olivia's the only person there that loves him. That's the only love. Isn't that fucked up? Not even Kai-Ula-001, who is engineered only to love. And Lauren B., who's, I think, I'm pretty sure at this point an angel. I'm like, like 95% <laughs> sure is an angel. You know, that's a fair point. Nobody's, like, playing. Nobody's playing the game. No. That was crazy. It was literally, like, because they were setting up Jubilee getting upset because she was like, he keeps coming up to the group of women and, like, picking women that aren't me, and I keep getting jealous. And I see that, and I'm going, like, why does he have to keep on coming back to this group of women? Why isn't it just, like, how it always is? It was just a train of women. Like, can I steal him away? Here's the thing, though. Let me give you the female perspective. Okay. Okay. They are constantly vulnerable. They are always putting themselves in vulnerable positions. They want some validation for Ben. They don't always want to be the one chasing him. That's fine. But it's you You have to agree that this is like an, a weird outlier. We have a thing on our score sheet, which is if you steal somebody, if you steal, if you steal the Bachelor away from another contestant, you get points. If you actually literally say, can I steal you away, you get bonus points. That's great. It's a great role. Uh, we're the only ones that have gotten points for that. For yeah, Olivia. Olivia's the, Olivia's the only person that's doing it. Nobody's even stealing other people away. Mm-hmm. And in every season, everybody's doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody here came here to play. And that is why Olivia is is sure. getting being cast as a villain. Which I made the point. She's like a shitty WWE heel. Like, like three different times it cut to her. And she was, like, smelling her rose and going, like, this is a direct quote. Shot for shot. Smelling her rose that she got. She won the group date. Spoiler. Sorry. Smells the rose. He goes, 
Mm, ben, that's nothing. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Nobody's that dumb. No, she hasn't ever on camera or to the women said anything deliberately hurtful. She said a lot of stupid stuff, but she's never like villainously said, you know, I think so and so is awful. If we're to believe this, if it's, I shouldn't say if we're to believe producers pull the strings on the show, the extent to which the pull the screens, the strings is up to debate, up for debate. I might be a little drunk, but the, the casting of Olivia as the villain. Like, that's beyond debate. Like, yes, that's what happened. And I, honest to God, think it's just because she's the only person that was stealing Ben away from people and rubbing the other women the wrong way because it was, like, weirdly sacrilegious behavior in this bizarrely uncompetitive season. And so, like, all right, Olivia, lean into it. You're the only thing going on this season. You're the bad girl. And she's like, uh, okay, I guess I'll try. Yeah. No, there's, there's nobody left. And I think... I think maybe they thought they could make Jubilee that, but Jubilee made very clear, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna play this lady game where we all sit around and are shitty to each other. Yeah. And we all saw how that worked out for Jubes. Jubilee, from what we can tell, this date was the first time that Jubilee had been actually cold to Ben. And it shut everything down so fast. And she, I think, realized too late. Because she, at first, was kind of... He wanted to hold her hand as they walked away from the women. And she was like, I don't want to do this in front of the other women. They set that up nicely because during this parade of Ben having to come to the women and grab them because they're all completely uncompetitive. Um, <laughs> they're all... They are... Oh, man... Um, they, he, she just like watched them walk away with these like signs of affection, like, fuck this. And like, it also sort of builds on how when she was like jokingly being, being snarky to him on their solo date, all the women like gave her shit for it. And she and, did comment on that. Yeah. Like, I'm probably just feeling a little bit insecure because of that. Yeah. So she, so she, when they got time alone, which apparently was like 25 minutes together, which is a little unprecedented on a group date. And all the women commented on that. Uh, but she says, you know, I just feel like, you know, do you remember our time together? And he says, I feel like you've pulled back. And then he references the hand grab that she wouldn't reciprocate. Literally 45 seconds before. Like, that's been really bothering me for the past minute. <laughs> yeah. And then she says, you know, I think it really messed me up when the women took what I said as a joke and turned it into something to use against me. So now I'm really paranoid about behaving in a way they could misinterpret. And his response is like, yeah, we get it. We all get insecure from time to time. Anyway, get the fuck out of here. And then he phrases, so all of a sudden I think she recognizes, oh no, oh no, it's falling apart. And she says, you know, don't give up on me. You know, I, I, I just, I want to hear from you that you're interested in me. And he says, and I wrote this down because the construction was so peculiar. He says, it would be unfair of me to tell you something could exist. It would be unfair. Let's stop. It would be unfair of me to you. To tell you. To tell you. Something could exist, I think, between us, which I maybe I didn't write. Fine. Down. He's a, Yeah. But not done well. And he even, he I forget what he said, but he tried to, like, put it on her just a little bit. Like, especially with the stuff that's happened between us lately. 
Like, yeah. her telling you that she's insecure about this? Like, that's, you can't, like, punish her for that. That's insanity. Uh, and then he walks her out. And he walks her out, and that's it. Here's the thing. I have two minds about this. First of all, Jubilee's the fucking best. Yeah. And she's amazing. What was yeah. her joke about the fish? She said something really funny about the fish. I I can't. She I know replaced what you're one about. meat with another meat. Fuck, whatever. She said something funny. I laughed. Oh, that Jubilee! I said, <laughs> "Oh, I love that Jubilee." She's going. You guys, you guys trust us? It was hilarious. I, she won the cooking challenge. I won the cooking challenge tonight with these baller ass carnitas. Your friends? For my friends, uh, and she gets sent home. It sucks. It's terrible. Yeah. In his defense, I don't think he has any connection with anyone except for Kaila zero zero one. And Lauren B. And Kaila001 has not made much of an appearance at all. Then she makes her time count. She's good at what she does. There's no, no, no yeah, hate. Yeah, she had Sex Panther last week. So yeah, she's, still, she's, she's got, she's, she's got, hard. yeah, she's, she's deep in the paint. Um, but like, yeah, none, none of these women have like, especially strong connect, maybe JoJo a little bit. She was putting in some work this week, but like, uh, yeah, he doesn't have a connection with Jubilee. He doesn't. Like, he doesn't. But he doesn't have it with most of the women there. But that doesn't mean you just, like, get rid of him out of hand. You Jennifer's keep, still there. Je- Leah's still Je- there. Who? Who? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, ben comes it seemed, back. It seemed like he saw an opportunity to strike and get rid of somebody who, like, he was probably going to get rid of at the rose ceremony anyway. And but this was an opportunity for him to do it and have it not be a hundred percent his fault. Hence the like, just the stuff, you know, the stuff, the hand thing you did hurt me. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah. That hand thing you literally just did to me while I'm saying this sentence to you. Get the fuck out of here. Jubilee. No, that's true. She wanted him to fight for her, and he was not willing to do it. But she take for some. I'm in Jubilee's corner, despite she is taking this thing that i hate about this season to the extreme which is like i'm not gonna go after him he'll come yeah. to, he'll come to me when he's ready hi the show's called the bachelor and there's 400 of you no that's true i think she is doing a a classic lady maneuver where you want the guy to make the first move but you have to throw that game out when that you game doesn't fucking work on the bachelor no it has never worked on the bachelor it has never worked does it work on the bachelorette Sometimes I do. No, it doesn't work on the back side. <laughs> uh, ben comes back to the ladies, and he's a little broken up. He starts to try and explain to the women what just happened. Jojo steals him away mid-explanation. Mid-explanation. And she tells the camera, you know, I just was thinking about what Ben goes through and how hard this is for him. And, and she takes him away. I mean... It, it's clear that he sent Jubilee home. I mean, it's not like the women were left thinking, well, what? What? What was he going to say? Like, everybody knew. But JoJo just swoops in and pulls him aside, says, I just think you're doing the right thing. I think you're doing it so well. There were a lot of accolades. Mm-hmm. I know you. I know that was hard for you, mm-hmm. but great job you're on the whole Jubilee You're just handling it thing. with such grace. Such bullshit. All the women appreciate it and appreciate it. Well, of course you. you do. It's one less competitor. <laughs> Um, and then Ben just looks so relieved and he says, I'm done with breaking up with people after this. And they both have a little chuckle. <laughs> yeah. You're wicked not. Jojo even says like, yeah, just 10 more women. Just 10 more. You're doing it 10 more times. And one of those is going to be a woman expecting a proposal, Ben. And it's going to be super duper bad. Uh, he's, he's a snow puff. He's not ready for this shit. No, he's this is not. the major leagues. This is prime time. You got to break some hearts out there. Mm-hmm. 
He uh, he then says, good night, sleep tight, and that's the end of the date. I like when he gives those he gives, little farewells. Uh, but he delivers a rose. Oh, and he gives the rose to Olivia. And, which is like everybody we were and watching. And the women are like, horrified. Rachel and I were doing the fucking Super Bowl shuffle, because we, <laughs> we have Olivia on our team. Um, uh, but yeah, like the women were blown away. Yeah, especially after JoJo just made that cool move. I think she thought like, oh, that was it. Now I'm going to get it. But like... That is the, that is like, oh, this show's edited to hell. Cause like, you think about it, he spent all day with Olivia, like, yeah. during the cooking stuff. And then she steals him away. That's time on the books. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lauren H gets the final one on one date. I and... watched this day and I, I remember more about the one I didn't watch. And it is Mexican Fashion Week, which is a thing, apparently. Um, and it's Mexican Fashion Week in... Teotihuacan. <laughs> I think um, it was different that time. I I wrote down Dumb Sleep Olivia, and I need you to explain what you wanted to say there. Olivia was sleeping across two beds. Everybody we were watching with was mystified because her body got one bed, and then her head got a separate... A second, different bed. Was she really asleep, or was she just, like, sleeping for the camera? I think she was doing, like, you remember in, like, my old home movies, I would pretend to be asleep because I was, like, a beautiful blonde child. And I'd be like, oh, sleepy time. A little bit of that. Okay. She so, slept. I said, write down Olivia dumb sleep because it was the weirdest thing I've seen in a long time. But that's Olivia, right? She just does weird shit and she says weird shit all the time. It doesn't. I made the comparison to Rachel. What they've done to Olivia. Imagine if, uh, 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 oh shit. What was her name? Ashley S. Yes. Mm-hmm. The pomegranate onion. If they tried to make her a villain just because she was like weird and said weird shit yeah. and like made people a little bit uncomfortable and they're like let's make her the villain this will be great Ashley S was from the last season of the bachelor and she was notorious for just constantly saying non sequiturs she's amazing she's like one of my favorite people that's ever been in the game but not a mean bone in her body not a mean bone in her body and then she rolled up in bachelor in paradise and like fucking revolutionized the whole shit mm-hmm. um Ah oh, man, I'm such a big Ashley S fan. But that's what I'm saying. Like Olivia's just a weird beard. Yeah. And they've they've tried to this this title of like villainess is ill fitting. Yeah. There's so many other JoJo would have been a great villain. She's like assertive and like if they'd just been like, hey JoJo, be mean. I think she could have done it really well. Because she know. does. She throws shade like for sure. She does. She does throw shade for sure. I think she's they... the one who was like, did you hear him? He was like, he tried to hold her hand, and she was like. I'm not going to hold your hand. And then like five minutes later, it was like, hey, guys, did you hear about the hand thing? She's like, always slinging that G, by which I mean telling gossip to other women. <laughs> slinging that G. She would have been a better villain. Let me produce The Bachelor. I think he'd be better at it. Don't let me produce The Bachelor. Yeah, I don't want to be that. involved in it fucking at all. I don't want to do that ever. Um, okay, so Lauren H. gets Fashion Week date. She They're, they're looking at some some fine fabrics. And then it is revealed to them, unsurprisingly to us, the audience, that they're going to be walking in this fashion show. They're going to work that hallway a lot like it's a runway. A lot like it's a runway, except it's actually going to be a runway. Except it'll be a runway and not a hallway at all. (laughs) Uh, And Lauren H. says to the camera, almost as if she were also created specifically for the purpose of this show, the only walking I do is with my kids out to recess. Didn't like that. <laughs> I don't. Lauren 
Jen H. is a kindergarten teacher. She is wholesome. But she's not a kindergartner. And sometimes she leans a little, the needle tilts in that direction a little hard. That's just like, it's like the woman at the bar that's like, oh, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't ever have a drink. Is this, oh, oh, I, you know, it's just, it's so she's, showy. She's like the, the uh, character from Burning Love who was uh, like a kid's teacher. And she, Annie, she was like the yeah. sweetheart. By the we haven't talked about Burning Love on this show. No, we haven't. Oh Love that show. God, that show's so good. There's three seasons of it. We watched it all in maybe one week. It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. It's fucking incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. Uh, Dan Dan Marino, not Dan Marino. Ken. Fuck. Ken Marino. Dan Marino's in it. He's hilarious, and he throws a ball like 80 yards. Michael Ian Black plays yeah. the host. Um, it's wonderful. It's great. Anyway. Anyway, so they they walk the runway. Um. And Lauren H. reiterates, you know, I heard you sent Jubilee home, and I just want to tell you, you did such a great job. And then she plays up the real sweetie role, because she's like, you just have all these great people here, you know? And I just, I know how hard it must be. Again, really playing up the, like, you know, I have I have so much esteem for you and this brave work you're doing out there in the fields. Yeah. Uh, she also refers, she says, like, I want to keep moving things forward with you because I don't want to get stuck in the friend zone. And it's like, Lauren, that's <laughs> not how any of this works. You don't get to if stay. You don't, if you don't get a rose, you're sent home. And then you go back to your home and you're not on the television show anymore. The television show The Bachelor you've been on, you're not on anymore. It's not called America's Next Been Friend. It's called <laughs> The Wife or Fucking Leave. That should be a better name for the show. It would. It'd be great. The Wife or Get the Fuck Out of Here. <laughs> Craft service isn't for you anymore. The moment you don't get a rose, leave. Well, and here is the extent of Lauren H.'s deep confession to Ben. So, as we've already heard, you know, Jubilee has no blood relatives. Amanda has two kids and is a divorcee. Lauren H's sad story is that she was in a relationship over four years and he broke up with her out of nowhere. And she's 25 years old. So this four year relationship at its latest. Um, I mean, that's rough Four years, Like, I don't want to four years. That's rough. Four years is rough. Four years is rough. And then to get dumped like that sucks. But like I'm a veteran, and all of my family are <laughs> yeah, dead. That is inarguably worse. Yeah, but it's I was not, in a four year relationship. Yeah, um, yeah. Lauren H just didn't. I don't know. She didn't do any do anything for me. And like Ben, Ben was weirdly like aggressively like I had such a great time today with you, Lauren. <laughs> yeah, I love when we walked in the fashion show, and neither of us knew how to fucking touch our booches like at all, <laughs> and neither of us were smizing, and we didn't know our angles, and we weren't chasing the light. <laughs> God, I miss America's Next Top Model so much. I'm sorry, baby. Bring it back. Ben Ben gives what I want to call from now on his, quote, incredible woman speech, where he just pours on, like, seven compliments and then gives them the rose. And the and the compliments are always over the top based on the date he's had. Um, and then Lauren H. gets choked up when she's talking to the camera, says that she's falling in love. Uh, so it makes... It was orchestrated to make her seem like she's a front runner, but I just don't buy it. I think it was, I don't, I think Ben was just overly effusive after sending home Jubilee, who had complained that she hadn't been getting enough 
attention. And he probably worried like, well, shit, what if I'm just like, what if I'm not romancing these women enough for The Bachelor? And so now I need to like lay it on real thick. Yeah, I mean, he is. He's he's a nice guy. You know, he wants the women to feel appreciated. But it, I don't feel like he's ever speaking to like a genuine romantic connection. He's just he just wants them to feel good and, and, and feel seen in those moments. It's hard to say, man. Like, I still like if Lauren B's going to win the show. Like, Lauren <laughs> B's going to win the season. Their interactions today, it's like. It's not even like, I'm not even coming at it from like a matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Like, you look at the chemistry between two of them and you're like, oh, yeah. well, that's the only legit thing on this fucking whole show. Yeah. Like, she's going to win the show. I think so, too. Um. So then it's it's cocktail party time for all the ladies. Um. Olivia fucking dunked on amanda let's just call it what it was which was a primo a plus kobe dunking upon emily was talking about her children and how how the process works when she's gone and when i guess they're dividing up custody and she's telling kind of the logistics the dad the dad is supposed to have him for the weekend but really the dad gets some Friday night, and then Saturday morning they go to grandma's. And Olivia delivers this line li- literally. Say Saturday morning they go to grandma's. Oh, and then Saturday morning they go to grandma's. Yeah, uh, it's like an episode of Teen Mom. Literally, that deadpan, that innocuous, like not even if she had said it as a joke, it would have been like like an episode of Teen Mom, right, guys? Or if it had been mean, it would have been like it's like an episode of Teen Mom. It was literally just like oh, like it was almost as if she was saying. Oh, like an episode of Teen Mom. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I then, get it. And then when everybody sits there horrified, like, I can't believe you would say this to this woman and dismiss, like, the brave thing she does by taking care of two of her children, Olivia thinks they're being quiet because they haven't, <laughs> they haven't seen, seen Teen Mom. the television program Teen Mom. <laughs> and she's like, you know, the show no, it's where like the a women... Television show teen- <laughs> no, it's like a teen... You don't... Oh, uh, you don't... No, you... No, you don't understand. <laughs> They've had children and they're women, so they're moms, and they're ages 19 or younger. Emily does tell the camera in kind of a defensive moment. She's like, uh, I was 22 and 24 when I had my children. Amanda said that. Emily hasn't, oh, had, sorry. Emily hasn't had kids. She's only had dogs. <laughs> she virgin birthed some sick-ass dogs. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was awful. It was awful. And, and the women quickly called her out Can on I, it. It was also amazing. It was also amazing because I've never seen a human interaction like that in my life. If you're if you're only listening to this podcast and you don't watch the show, just Google the moment you can find a video clip of it somewhere. I've literally never seen anything like it because I can't understand like what part of her brain, what synapses like fired and she was like, Oh, like Teen Mom. Like I don't know what it was. Like she doesn't she doesn't seem like a particularly dumb person. Some of our, our show fans in the Facebook group said that they call her Oblivia, which I think is a fun Right, she's just like oblivious. She's just like kind of, yeah. I, I, her saying that, it, she meant, there was no malice no, behind no malice. it whatsoever, which is like indicative of like, there's no malice behind anything she does. Like, she's either trying to fill this role poorly or just like, just saying shit. She just can't conceive, I guess, of having children. Because she does say earlier in the very beginning of the episode, when Amanda gets the one-on-one date, she says, oh, but Amanda has kids, and Ben doesn't want that. Just like, why Why would this ever work? Like, just like, 
but she's had kids. Like, like it, she just can't wrap her brain around it at all. Yeah. Anyway, this teen mom comment, which I, which tickled me pink. Uh, well, just clarify, like, it's not because, it's not because you have any malice against Amanda. Not at all. It just made me laugh so hard. And it was like watching, when, when we were kids, Blockbuster Video, the Blockbuster Video that we lived uh, down the street from, used to have free movie rentals. Um, and we would game the system because if you did like two movie rentals, you could get a third one free. So we'd do two free movie rentals and then get like a paid one for free. But the movie rentals were always like the animated Muppet special with the NBA all-stars talking about like, don't buy guns. <laughs> um, and then there was one about an alien called Beesbo and it was just a little boy and he would touch his ears and he would light up. It was like the shittiest practical effect basically ever. And he learned about manners from human beings because he would like say stuff like, your mom is ugly. And he'd be like, yo, Beesbo, dial it the fuck back. That's my mom's. Beesbo, you're going to get fucking popped one day in the in your big fat ears. So you're saying Olivia is like Beesbo. Olivia's like Beesbo. She crash landed on the set of The Bachelor and they're like, hey, she's kind of pretty. Well, yeah, let's get her in there. Uh, and she just doesn't know how to interact with human beings. And I find that delightful. It's like watching a, it's like a baby duck has wandered onto the set and just like says wonderful things from time to time. Everything she said is like, is like a precious little bubble floating through the air. I just want to grab it in my hands. I'm a big Olivia fan because I feel like I have to be super defensive of her because I don't think she is this devil person that. Yeah. Everybody else thinks she is. Yeah. And we're saying that because after this moment, this is when the tattling begins. She this said is- some, she, Caveat, she has said some bad shit, but not like, she's not, she's not the devil. No. No, so, so Emily, the remaining twin, they, I guess they give her the opportunity to call her sister Haley, and she calls her sister Haley in tears. This is after Emily goes to Ben and tattles, just says, Olivia is so mean, she's being so mean to the other girls, and starts crying because she's so upset, and then she calls her sister and she's complaining to her sister about how Olivia got the rose. And and she's just really torn up about it. And then um, it like shows her and she's like, I hate Olivia. I, I'm just going to yeah. say it. I hate Olivia. And she's like smiling as she says it. That shit creeps me out way more than like a, a, a funny, innocuous comment about Teen Mom. Well, and with, I mean, with Emily, it was just so, it's so clear that she is in a very vulnerable place. Her Her twin sister is gone. She is feeling like, well, now I better win this thing. And she has chosen Olivia as the target for everything that is wrong with everything. Can I pitch a counterpoint? All right. I think she sees the opportunity to to grasp a narrative on this otherwise completely narrative-free season of The Bachelor of just like, I will be the person who stands up to Olivia and that will be my thing. Because otherwise, like, what am I other than the remnant twin? What what the fuck do they even have on her Chiron now? Because you can't say twin anymore. Your twin's not on the show. Ooh, good point. It can't say twin if your twin's not on the show anymore. Because you have to have a job also. I mean, she's still a twin. She's still a twin. But there's they've had people who've had siblings on the show before. And they don't say, like, Doug's yeah. sister. <laughs> um, Susan's son. So, you know, Susan's kid. After Emily tattles, Amanda also tattles, and this is when Ben starts kind of keeping a catalog of everybody that has problems with Olivia. And it, and it just, it, it seems like a parade of women decide to come forward. Like, this is the night when I stand up against Olivia. And I think it's all just because of the group date. I think, 
I think that's the that's the moment when they decide Olivia got that group date rose. I'm going down with the ship. She can't win this whole thing. I think it's less that. I think it's more she's the only woman that's playing this fucking game the way that it's meant to be played. And so any opportunity they see to like try and get out another, oh God, getting out two competitors before the rose ceremony, that'd be delicious. Mm -hmm. That's what, oh man, this season, just like get in there. Mm -hmm. If that's, if that's how they're playing the game now, this is going to be the most boring final four basically ever. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I don't want, this is the first season that we've done this podcast. I don't want you to think that I'm like usually watching the show like Bloodsport. Like, oh yeah, I love watching these. Oh, I love watching these women just go at each other. Yes, it's my favorite. Just go <laughs> at it, Rocco. But like, you got there's some of that that has to happen, right? It's just it's bizarre to me. No, there's it's it's that code of conduct thing we were talking about. There seems to be this unspoken set of rules that the women have all aligned themselves with. It's a it's a weird set of rules. Keep them from getting that, what they want. That is the game, though. Like that is the ge- like put it, getting time on the books with Ben and like making every moment count and like making every conversation count. That's the game. Yeah, that's the game. That's the only rule of the game that there is. And it seems like they've all just kind of nullified it. I don't know. There's also a weird pack mentality. There's like a, he went off with Lauren B and mm-hmm. they kissed in like every, every street corner. Yeah, they went all over town kissing. Uh, they kissed on, at, in front of a church. They kissed on top of Teotihuacan. I don't even know if that's a thing you can be on top of, but I'm going to guess <laughs> it is. Um, they kissed, they kissed all over the damn place. And then like, I forget who said it, but they were all hanging out and they were like, someone should go get him. And it's like, you're you're holding a group <laughs> vote to like elect one of your herd to go and interrupt them. It's like that's the fucking game, ladies. Do you think none of them are that interested and that's why it's like this? I think it's what you were saying earlier, right? Like Olivia's the only one that's in love with him because she's the only one that's like really pushing for it. Do you think it's just they're not chasing after Ben? And they're waiting for Ben because they're just not sure if they're that into him. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to cast this person. I will say, if I was a producer of this show, this season would make me pull my fucking hair out. Like, if you're trying to like, if this show is about like, what's the narrative of this season? I'm not going to remember fucking anything about this season. I don't know about you, but like, I I know now while I'm watching a season, like, er, Caitlin, I'll remember because like the Nick and Sean stuff was like novel enough. Yeah. Like, that was the first time that, like, they set up, like, real early. Like, it's going to be these two boys. Watch them. Now watch them go. Um, uh, Juan Pablo season, I'll remember just because he was such a, like, a nightmare person. Um, Sean's I liked because I genuinely liked the couple that came out of it. Emily's I liked because I liked the couple that came out of it. Uh, I, I, I don't really remember a whole lot about Chris Souls. I don't remember, um, very much about Andy's. I'm certainly not going to remember anything about this one just because there's no, like, narrative to it. And that's all the producers are trying. That's their only job is to try and, like, get these these non-performers, these non-professional performers to, like, perform these roles on this romance show. And, like, just nobody's playing ball. I'm going to tell you the names of some women that have left the show. Oh, this will be real fun. No, no, let's do this. You name three real names of women that were on the show and make up a fourth name. And I'll see if I can guess who the fake one is. Okay. Brianne. Shit. <laughs> Megan. Oh my god. Samantha. 
Tracy. Oh my God. Samantha, I remember. Samantha's real. Um, I literally couldn't tell you the other ones. Is uh, Brienne fake? No, Brienne's real. Brienne was the one with the basket of bread that hated gluten. <laughs> she was so good. Uh, Tracy is fake. Tracy is fake. Okay, what was Megan? Uh, Megan had a pony. Oh, that's right. She was Jump like... <laughs> Why didn't she do that? That would have been great. <laughs> then I would fucking remember who she was. Oh, yeah, the one with the dope-ass genuine entrance. Tell me who Laura was. She's a redhead, Red Velvet. Yes, Yeah, red I remember that. Okay. Because uh, she called right. herself Red Velvet. That's memorable enough. Um, I, 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 I don't want to sound too hard. Like, the show is the show. And there's some stuff that happens every season, even the good ones. And you got to just, like, let it. You just got to roll with the punches. There's always a woman that, like, all the women t- tattle on, and they try to make a big deal out of it. When they cut to The Bachelor Live, which, did we talk about The Bachelor Live with Paul F. Tompkins and, uh... Uh, we didn't. Oh no. my god, it was so fucking great. We don't normally watch that show because at least when they've done it in the past, it's always been people whose La- opinion I didn't care Last about. Last season was really rough. Like everything was really rough from, from The Bachelor Live. This season there's been some pretty good stuff. Um Yeah, and- like they're having actual comedians come on the show, which is brilliant. And then yeah, so they had in that one episode, they had Paul F. Tompkins. They had John Mulaney. John Mulaney. They had Nick Kroll. They had Padgett Brewster. It was like really fucking funny. Yeah. I, and by the way, it always like gives me a genuine thrill when I find out that like somebody I adore, yeah. like Paul F. Tompkins, is a, a part of the nation. Yeah. And they'd be very, very happy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I forget why we started talking about this. There's been some good stuff on there, like some good behind the scenes stuff. We actually got spoiled on the Teen Mom stuff. Yeah, for uh, some reason they gave us a teaser of that last week on Bachelor Live. Yeah, that's weird. But at the st- oh, I remember at the start of this Bachelor Live like clip, because uh, we were watching a little bit as our friends were were leaving. Um, Chris Harrison said, and with that with that shocking cliffhanger finale, like Chris, 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 I love you <laughs> a lot. I think the way that you've been limited from being on this show more is criminal. It is a criminal underuse out of one of the most. He's, he's hosting Who Wants to Be a Millionaire now. Like, oh, is got, he really? Yeah, he's oh, got no a idea. lot of other jobs. He can't be on. I know TV he spent on a lot of plates, but man, his combos with the batch like meant a lot to me. This came up in the Facebook group. Everyone's like, "What's the point of Chris Harrison?" And let me tell you, he, he used to he used to be amazing. He used to add something to the show. It was it was kind of like you had a friend on the inside, is what it felt like. Because he would have genuine reactions and ask the questions we wanted to know the answer to. Yeah. Um, but that's not a shocking cliffhanger, my friend. No. It happens every fucking season. Yeah, this, so I don't know if we even said, so this episode ended to be continued. Yeah, there's no, no rose, rose ceremony. ceremony. We don't know who's getting roses, Which, although we probably have a pretty good guess. A pretty, pretty fucking good guess. The big talk was, is he going to take the rose away from Olivia, who got it at the group date? Which would be unprecedented. Yeah, it's never But happened. it's not going to fucking happen. Like, ABC, The Bachelor, you have the worst teasers Ever the spoileriest teasers ever. We should just stop watching them because the teaser, the the cliffhanger was like he walked Olivia up to his room and all the women were like he she, he's gonna take her rose away I bet and then in the teaser it's like if he likes her I just don't know about us and it's like I wonder who her is Olivia probably yeah it showed all the women in like a meltdown moment 
of like, I can't believe this is happening. And so it makes it seem like, yeah, he kept Olivia because it showed him experiencing the quickening on a, a cliffside somewhere, <laughs> yeah. which was pretty great. It was like him standing on a cliffside, but the wind was like blasting him at like 75, like gale force hurricane winds blasting him like, yo, dude, get off that cliff. That's dangerous. And it can't be comfortable. Those are gale force winds. Get out of there, Ben. <laughs> Sweet Ben. Did any sports happen this episode? Think no. about it. Cooking is kind of sports. a sport. Oh, hot air balloon. Our friend Bristol called. <laughs> Can we put her on blast for what she called hot air balloons? I can't remember now. <laughs> How could you not remember? Sinking basket. She called. She said. Then they do that last episode. They go up in one of those sky baskets, <laughs> and everybody was like, "What?" <laughs> She's like, like, what are those called? Sky, sky baskets? Like, no, it's sky baskets. <laughs> I would love for Ben to take me up in a sky basket. Oh, man. Um, Any thoughts? I mean, parting thoughts? The next episode seems like it's going to be a real barn burn. A lot of crying. A lot of tears. This was a bad app. This is just a shitty app. Yeah, nothing. I mean, well, Jubilee went home, which was terrible. Yeah, that's not a good thing. That's a shitty no, thing. No, it was an awful thing, but that's the only thing of, of note that really happened this episode. I just, I want at least one, all it would take is one of the other women to, like, start fucking going for it. Yeah. Just start going for it. I don't, I, I'm not even saying, I don't even give a shit from a competitive standpoint. It's just boring. Because all the, without unless one of them goes for it, it's literally just the whole season is just going to be ugh, Olivia. I can't believe he she ran up and took him away again. Really? Because she's done it a hundred fucking thousand <laughs> times already. Yeah. Insa- the definition of insanity is the same thing happening over and over again, and you expecting it to change without doing anything about it. Yeah. These women are insane. If that's the the, the definition, they need to start playing some defense. They need to start playing some fucking offense. They Me need too. to start playing some fence. <laughs> yeah, some fence. Any fence. Any fence will do. Yeah. It's just not a great week. Not a great week. Have me looking forward to Bachelor in Paradise, because at least then you know you're going to see some hand yeah. jobs. Yeah, well, <laughs> you got me to agree before you finish that <laughs> sentence. You agree, though, right? I mean, yeah, you'll see some. Like, demonstrably, you'll <laughs> see some hand jobs. <laughs> Uh, thanks for everybody for being so active on the Facebook group. Yep. It's really exciting to watch and, and to see people and their theories and their enthusiasm. Um, and thank you all for listening on iTunes. This is the first one where we know we're up on iTunes, which is exciting. And, uh, oh, should we talk about Unreal? I guess we can circle back on Unreal. We're out of time. It's a fucking great show, though. Wow. Killer. Yeah, we're really enjoying it. Um, uh, oh, and the Facebook group is Rose Buddies Cast, if you'd like to join the conversation. That's our Twitter account, too. Although it is not a very active Twitter account. Yeah, a lot of people haven't really subscribed to our Twitter account, which is fine. I, I don't. Mean, well, in their defense, we haven't fucking said what the name of it is on the podcast yet. That's true. Rose Buddies Cast. Go there for all your hot tweets and tips. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye. Final Rose. Stay with us on this journey of joy. Spoiler alert! She ends up with Soldier Boy. Right,